One of my favorite things in the world is talking to someone that is so passionate about a topic that I have absolutely no knowledge in. You can feel the energy that's behind their passion. And honestly, even if it's a topic that's of no interest to me, it still kind of sparks a fire inside of me. Today, you're going to meet a bird watcher. And honestly, meeting him at that moment was exactly what I needed. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes, and this is episode number 24 of Meet a Stranger. It was a rainy weekday evening at the coffee stand in Puerto Rico after a honestly very emotional day. Just hours earlier, I had handed over a foster puppy named Birdie that I had been watching for nearly two weeks over to her forever home, a really great guy here on the island. Honestly, I was a bit heartbroken. Birdie and I had gotten close, but I knew she was going on a great new adventure. So I'm sitting at this table going through emails when it starts to rain. Now when it rains at this stand, people group up under these canopies to stay dry. There were two men from the States standing next to me, and honestly, I really wasn't in a talking mood even though I could tell one of them really wanted to chat. But I felt compelled to chat anyway. I thought maybe saying hi will make me feel better. So I asked the guy where he's from, and we strike up a great little conversation. He tells me he's in Puerto Rico on a bird-watching trip. A bird lover! Oh man, this is perfect because days earlier, when I had my apartment wide open, a bird flew in and made an unplanned visit inside. Luckily, it was only there for a minute and safely made its way back to the big blue sky above, and I had a video, and he was nice enough to take a look and tell me what kind of bird it was. His knowledge was something I had to learn about, and we talked about bird watching and why people do it. Take a listen. We just started up a conversation about birds. You're down here in Puerto Rico for a bird watching trip. How long have you been uh, a bird watcher for? Do you, well, first off, is the term bird watching correct or are, is there a, a different term? That's as good a term as any birder. A birder. It's probably a little better mm-hmm. but because there's all levels of birding. There are people who hang out one feeder, they watch the sparrows come in and they get thrilled by house sparrows. Yeah. And they can't identify anything else. Mm-hmm. And there are people that spend hours deciding which subspecies of red-tailed hawk is that? And which and and which and, and gulls who take three to four years to get to full maturity? You know what do they look like at each stage? Or bird banders who we need as a bander we need to look at the feather generations in order to tell the age. Got it. Who spend more time? So many different levels of that. How long have you been interested in birds for? Well, this many birders have an epiphanal story. Elementary school, my school is right next to Stapleton Airport in Denver, and I would stand out there and watch the red-tailed hawks soar over the fields. Mm. And so I've kind of been interested in birds since then, actively bird-watching since about 1976. Wow. Do you remember the first bird that you identified? No, but I can remember birders have, like, a few favorite birds. Mm -hmm. And so mine would be the American avocet and the cinnamon teal. You can look those up. Those are in in breeding plumage. They're spectacular birds. Mm-hmm. That's that's the better question to ask birders. Do you know how many species of birds you have been able to identify over the years? Do, is actually, it, do, do, actually, I do. What's the number? Two thousand seven hundred and forty-four. Oh my God! Do you know how many species of birds are there on planet Earth? Maybe ten thousand. Do you think you'll get to that? No. <laughs> do you have a goal number in mind? No. And the reason I know the exact count yeah. is there's a platform called eBird. Mm-hmm. It's run by the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. And I like today I put in the checklist of what I saw. So I know I've now seen 
14 species of birds in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. But it keeps my life list for me, and I can say, what have I seen in the state of New York? Yeah. What have I seen in Colorado? Yeah. There truly is an app for everything, isn't there? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow. What in particular about birding do you love? What What about when you're when you're out with, I'm assuming you use binoculars, right? Oh, you got them right there. Mm -hmm. I love it. So you have your binoculars. You, you're just observing. You're watching. What When you're in that moment, what do you love about it? I like being outside. I like being in nature. And I like figuring out things. Mm -hmm. He's pulling out his camera here. Like that's the that's the, the weather vane on the top of Moro, Fort yes, Moro, El Moro. Mm -hmm. and that's a Caribbean martin. Beautiful bird. So I like to take just to know that I've been there. Uh huh. It just lets me kind of feel like I'm in touch with things that I'm yeah. still alive. I'm still able to move around, not as fast. Mm -hmm. I'm 76, but I still keep moving, and it provides me enjoyment. Uh huh. And it's I can do it with groups. I can do it by myself. Mm -hmm. I can wake up in the morning and say, oh, let's go chase a bird. Mm -hmm. That's something birders do. Oh, somebody down the way reported Franklin's gull. Okay, I'm going to drive an hour to go see it. Love because that. that's unusual for a Franklin's gull on the Hudson River. Mm -hmm. But out west, like, eh, we see those all the time. Besides the act of watching the birds and all, what is it about birds in general that you love? Why do you, is it more about the excitement of the thrill of finding one that you haven't seen or is there something about birds in general that you just love observing about them well often i will go try to see a bird i've seen before ah. but may, may they may be hard to find it's almost spiritual mm -hmm. it's like oh neat and like where i live in the state of new york there are 62 counties and the the state ornithologic association you can turn your number of checklists each year mm -hmm. so my birding partner and i are the fifth people to document we've seen 100 species of birds in every county in new york that's amazing and so it gives us especially during covid it gave us a chance to travel it gives me an excuse to true tourist my own state mm -hmm. and it gives me a reason to tourist puerto rico yeah last time i was in puerto rico was 1971 with the navy <laughs> wow over at roosevelt roads uh-huh so people in New York might not sit down and say, well, where's the best place for a vacation? Well, Puerto Rico might not come up as number one, but it's a sure and a neat place to come. Yeah. And I have fun doing it. And I get to see places outside the tourist arena. I mean, the tour cruise ships come in and they people walk around for two days and they go away. Yep. There's more to, there's more to Puerto Rico. There's more to everywhere than, than, the, than the harbor. And so I get to see those places. And I get to meet and support local populations we we actively encourage local birders to take command of their environment and and the, and the process these companies i mentioned that run the big tours that i often use there are also local companies by us supporting them it supports the local economy and indigenous people's awareness and we tap in indigenous knowledge too yeah when i was in ecuador once we were with people who were only 50 years away from being contacted by Western civilization and the young folks they could walk through the through the forest and without even binoculars there's a this there's a that and we're going where where because they have so much awareness mm -hmm. so it's a chance for me to take it in and and be humble I love that one final question you're here on a trip and you're going to be meeting up with other, other birders and traveling around Puerto Rico. And I know you told me that you've taken a lot of these trips. So many people crave that kind of sense of community and just a connection. And like you found that with the birder community and you hang out with fellow birders and all. 
talk a little bit about that community and what you learned about yourself or learned about people while spending time with people that love similar interests as you. Oh, that's a tough one because for me, it's more about myself and and, and my immediate birding circle. Mm-hmm. It's great to meet. I'll meet people from Victoria, British Columbia, and Toronto, and Albuquerque, New Mexico. On this trip, I may never see them again, mm-hmm. and some I may keep in contact with them. Um, but it's knowing that if I'm ever in Albuquerque, I can always call so and so who I met and like, hey, I'm here. Can I go? Can you go birding with me? Or yeah. So it's it's a it's a loose network with this knowledge. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion on these trips. And we don't talk about ivory-billed woodpeckers. I have to ask why. That's sort of kind of a joke. But the ivory-billed woodpecker was probably 99.999% gone extinct in the late 40s. Ah. And there are a few people. I saw an ivory-billed woodpecker. So there's a few people that believe it. (laughs) And they can be very passionate. I really did see it and I really did hear it. Well, how come nobody else sees it? How come nobody else has heard it? Yeah. And there have been expeditions that go try to find it in recent history. That can get... Otherwise, very calm people, very, very agitated. After chatting with him, I don't really have an interest in becoming a birder. But man, what fascinating knowledge to learn. Still blows my mind that he knows exactly how many he's been able to see. When it's all said and done, honestly, I felt a little better after that chat. Just saying hello to a stranger and having a quick conversation can break the chain. It can lift up your spirits and help put a smile on your face. And even if it's not for you, that stranger you're talking to, they might be the one receiving that gift. You just never know what a quick hello can do for someone. Thanks to stranger number 24, and I hope you enjoyed your trip. And thank you, friend, for listening to Meet a Stranger today. Is there a topic that you're really passionate about? Well, what if you and I sat down and recorded an episode? What could you go on for five-ish minutes for the podcast and just talk about? I'd love to know. Slide into my DMs and let me know. You can find me on all those evil social media channels at Go Meet a Stranger and at Matt Hayes. Until next time, thanks for listening to Meet a Stranger. I'm Matt Hayes. Onward.